having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Taking a picture of the cat. I, I saw. <laughs> Sometimes well, he does a really cute pose if you can get him up on his back feet. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't always do it, though. You know, Chance could actually be here right now because we're already recording and going, and it would have at least been a half hour. Well, I know. Normally, it takes you like 15, 20 minutes to get that thing running, Greg. Like. I know, right? <laughs> that was really loud. Your mic was up really loud. Well, probably because it's normally in the middle of the table. Yeah. Instead of right in front of my mouth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you like it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we just did that. Congrats. <laughs> um, well... Do you have this music scheduled? Yep. <laughs> Makes it easy. Well, hi everybody. Welcome to Kind of Epic Show. I'm David. I'm David. Nobody else is here. No one else is here. Because we womp, sent Chance home. Womp, womp. Yeah, we sent Chance home. We sent Chance five floors away. Yep. <laughs> Just because we didn't think we would have time because he had to leave at 7 and it's only 6.30. And his meeting is at 8. I didn't really understand that bit. It doesn't take one hour to drive there. What the hell is going on? Oh. iMessage? Yeah, I haven't had my computer open in a couple days. So now it's just like... Nah. Now every <laughs> iMessage is coming through on my computer. <laughs> dang, dang, dang. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you think this is going to go? Anymore? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's why we were kind of epic show. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, um, today we're going to talk about the Avengers, Age of Ultron, and uh, Ma- Mad Max. Yep. I guess we can probably talk about Finale Vero, too, if yep. we wanted to. And Flash. And Flash is one episode away from being done. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot we could talk about. Yep. So, depending on how long this takes, it might be ding, done. Ding, ding, ding. It might be done in one episode, or we might split it to two because we haven't recorded it in a couple of weeks and there's a lot to talk about. Yep. Yep. Evidently, Mark Ruffalo implies the Hulk <laughs> is going to be joining Civil War. Okay. Yep. I guess. I, yeah. yeah, like that movie needs anyone else. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, well, Avengers, oh. We're back, everyone. You'd think you would know by now. Right? Considering they already started filming. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> but yet, we, we also don't have a Spider-Man yet. Well, who knows if they're going to put the, put him in there? I mean, the only reason we think he's going to be in the, the Civil War... Because of the comic book Civil War. Well, yeah, it's not like Marvel has ever specifically said, we're going to put him in this. Yeah. Otherwise, you know. Yeah, that's mm. very true. But they did say he would make an appearance before his movie. 
maybe which was, comes out in 2017. What do we got? What do we got? Maybe maybe they'll stick with Doctor Strange. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, if if one if there was a more likely movie for him to be in. I would say it was Civil War, unless, yeah. he, unless he shows up in Jessica Jones. Hmm. That's a high school. That would be kind of awesome. That would be kind of awesome. Well, it actually wouldn't work. Why? Because she's an adult. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could still have a high school Peter Parker in there. I guess. What's he doing? Sniffing the blanket. Well. Oh. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, Avengers. Um I know, I really wish we could have recorded, like, last week about the Avengers. It was pretty good. I had fun. Yeah. I had, I had issues. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did have issues. Um, I look forward to seeing an extended edition. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Considering, like, the majority of Thor's stuff seems to have been left on the cutting room floor. And I feel as if there must have been more with, like, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, and even maybe some more with uh, Black Widow and Hulk to help sort of flesh that out a little bit more. Yeah, definitely a good possibility. Um, But, yeah, it. uh, um, I enjoyed watching it the second time more because I wasn't annoyed like I was in the first one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you, you know one thing I, I don't get I, I think Marvel's really bad about this they cut stuff that's in the trailers it's almost like they're purposely drawing attention to the fact that they cut stuff <laughs> well, doesn't Amazing Spider-Man do that too? yeah <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 2 did it uh, that was an entirely different movie than what they advertised <laughs> well same for one one had like some more shit with the lizard and the guy he attacked in the car yeah <laughs> uh, yeah those movies were real bad about it but I don't know. I'm just going back to like Iron Man two, when like entire takes were different in the trailer than what they used in the movie. Yeah, like that uh, Pepper Tony scene at the beginning of the plane. Yeah. It works really well in the trailer. Then you don't get it in the movie, and you're kind of like, hmm? yeah. I mean, he I... just runs out of the plane and the yeah, and you're kind of like, well, why didn't he just fly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I mean, he's already he can fly. Why would he have a plane drop him? down in there i mean it made sense at the time when pepper was there too to talk to him yeah but yeah that was i think the argument what was it i feel like the argument was something about there being exposition in the scene and they wanted to cut down on it because i guess there was another sort of exposition scene so they felt they were doubling down on it well apparently they cut out a lot of that because evidently whiplash was actually supposed to be a fully developed character in that movie too (laughs) and they shot it all and didn't use any of it. Hmm. That's why, uh, what's his name? Mickey Rourke was... Mickey Rourke is pissed about Iron Man 2. Because mm. he shot all the stuff that actually made him a good villain and they cut everything. <laughs> hmm. Because Marvel can't have good villains. Unless their name is Loki. Yeah. Or their Who then Ultron. got cut. <laughs> no, yeah, from this one at the very least. <laughs> Ultron... Ultron needed more time. Yeah. A lot, see, a lot of people were complaining about him, but, I mean, looking at the past couple villains, I mean, mm. he was a lot better than what we got in Thor. Yeah. And Guardians. I thought Ronan yeah. was a shitty villain. Well, yeah. Undeveloped. Undeveloped. Pretty, uh, to a certain degree. I felt as if he was a bit more developed than Malekith. Yeah. Because Malekith was just like, destroy everything. Yeah. Uh, Ronan at least had some sort of religious culture behind it. Not to mention some sort of, you know, species backstory motivating 
the 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 dark elves just wanted to destroy everything to return yeah. everything to darkness it sounds like a kingdom hearts villain <laughs> <laughs> thought it was but um but yeah ultron ultron i'd like the idea behind ultron how he he is sort of a mirror of tony which worked really well in the casting of James Spader and even like the the way his dialogue is written and stuff. It was just like another instance of there needed to be more of them. Like uh, 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 what was I listening to? Somebody brought up the idea of the uh, the fact that Loki in the first Avengers movie had a scene with every Avenger mm-hmm. to sort of help you know build that animosity. Ultron didn't really have that with any of them. No, not at all. He he was just sort of. I mean, he had the scene at the beginning where he talked to him. And then, for the most part... I haven't talked to him again. Yeah, I mean, there's snippets here and there, but nothing is substantive. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that that could, probably could have been done better. Um, really liked the vision, though. Yeah, vision was nice. Paul Bettany, like, fucking owned that, like, immediately. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah for sure. Uh, my, my only complaint about the vision isn't with him. Again, it goes back to the stuff that was cut with Thor why Thor was so mad about Tony creating Ultron, but when Tony's sitting there about to do it again, he just jumps to it with mm-hmm. no explanation as to why. Well, yeah, but... None. Well, uh, he explains it. So, but yeah, he explains exactly why he's doing it. Yeah, I guess. So, it's just that at that moment, yeah, it's incredibly jarring. We're kind of like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Which, you'd have to think is purposeful, but it's just... I almost think it would have been better if they had just, like, left the cave thing out entirely. Yeah. And they just showed him leaving, and then they just showed him come back. Yeah. And then he just spouted off his exposition, and we could all move on with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we couldn't have that, because if they cut the cave, they would have had to cut the farm. Well, apparently even Marvel wasn't happy with the cave stuff once it was shot. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, test audiences weren't really pleased with it for some reason. Yeah, that's weird. Even though Whedon was kind of like, uh, the effects weren't finished or anything, so uh, it's not like we're in. That seems such an odd thing to do. Have screenings of movies without completed effects? Yeah, for test audiences. Like, I heard about, like, uh, uh, for The Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. back in, like, 80-whatever, 80 87. Yeah. They did a, a test screening of it, but it wasn't even, like, fully colored or anything. It was all pencils and shit. Huh. I mean, so it was animated, but it wasn't like it definitely wasn't anywhere near finished. And you're like, that's an odd yeah. choice to show that in front of somebody. Yeah. Well, didn't isn't that what happened with like the Wolverine when it came out? Well, not the Wolverine, Wolverine Origins, where they had that unfinished version of it that got leaked. And oh yeah, it with his shitty looking claws and stuff. Yeah. It didn't yeah. look any better in the finished product. <laughs> but I feel like that was for a test audience, and it was an incomplete film. Mm. And uh, granted, they didn't improve on it. It was an incomplete film anyways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, Vision. Um, yeah, I thought he was... He, he, I loved everything with the Vision for the most part. Yeah. I, he was pretty much spot on. Yeah. And just the hammer scene. Both times I was in the theater, the entire theater gasped. <laughs> <laughs> that That was probably like the moment of the film, really, honestly. Yeah. The closest thing, I guess, was maybe like the 3D shot around the key thing yeah. when all, they're being attacked by the robots. Um, but I feel as if ultimately the, the, the first uh, Avengers movie had 
like more iconic action set pieces. And it felt as if it did a better job establishing the landscape of the battle so that, I don't know, it, f- it felt more rooted. I mean, the Avengers one, it felt as if they were just kind of jumping from place to place in the city yeah. without any set, I don't know, sense of place or anything. The The first Avengers movie, because they were located in that uh, portion of New York, yeah. and they actually had to plan around, okay, Tony, fly around, keep everybody contained, yeah. and so on and so forth. There was, I don't know, it felt as if there was almost a lot more thought put behind it. Gotcha. But I did appreciate the the the. Well, you can't I, get more contained than a floating island. Well, yeah, but I don't know. I did appreciate the the attempt to save lives. So yeah. That became such an important part of it. Unlike Superman. Well, yeah, it almost feel, it feels like a, a, a complete response to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing they did in the first one too. I mean, you have scenes of Cap saving that bank and mm-hmm. stuff in the first one. I feel like they. They did it, and then Superman did it, and everybody was bitching about it. So, like, <laughs> well, we just have to take it to the next level and have a fucking helicopter show, show up. <laughs> By the way, I saw those uh, uh, the Batman Superman posters, yeah. the one with the logos covering their faces. Those really look stupid. Yeah. I got I mean, a free ticket for going. So, well, yeah, it's just that, like I, I saw them like hanging up in a movie theater. Like, next to the Star Wars one. Really? I didn't realize they were actually in theaters. Yeah, and I was just like, those are, aren't that good. I mean, yeah. it's just from a... They're not really iconic. No. They just look silly. Yeah, a little bit. Weird. See, I thought they were fine for like the IMAX thing. I didn't realize those were going to be actual posters to hang in theaters. Yeah. That, those are shitty. <laughs> those are shitty to do that with. Yeah, odd decision. I know. Uh, they would have been better off with just the teaser post, like the teaser image that we got a yeah. year ago. Mm-hmm. Weird. Anyway, um... Yeah, I, I, I'm on the Ant-Man poster looks really bad, or at least oh, it looks really yeah. like nobody gave a shit. It, it was like the other Ant-Man poster where he's just really tiny. I liked that poster though. Yeah, that it almost would have been better just to leave that. Uh, Instead, you got the uh, him standing in the middle of random heads, right? And it's just like, God damn it! No, I feel like nobody's gonna give a shit about that movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, because the latest trailer actually was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, it showed more promise than the first one did. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we'll see it, but... Uh, (laughs) I'll buy it. I'll buy it when it comes out. (laughs) Even if it is kind of bad, I'll I'll buy it just because I'm a completist. Like, I have to at this point. I wonder if it it would do shitty enough, they'd write Paul Rudd out of some war. (laughs) Well, they're already shooting it, they might just... Edited him out. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, it's like, oh, he was supposed to be in there. We lied. (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's see. Um, we ended the film with the West Coast Avengers. Yeah, I like that team. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with them in Civil War. Yeah, um, I think it's uh, interesting that they killed off Quicksilver. Seems a little unnecessary. Like, it didn't really have a lot of emotional heft to it just because we didn't really know him as a character. Yeah. I mean, when Colson died, it did have a weird emotional effect. Like, when it happened, I was like, no! Because yeah, <laughs> we had grown to enjoy Colson over yeah. a handful of movies before that. So, they, that one actually mattered. Yeah. This one was just like, oh. Like, I almost feel as if it would have been better to kill Hawkeye. Yeah. 
it, it just because you did have that emotion. Yeah. I mean, he, it was, I was expecting it the whole time, really. Because so much attention was being paid to him. I was when he went out for the kid. I was like, up, oh, up. Oh. Yeah, I was like, this is, here it is. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I felt like it would have been too cheap if they would have killed Hawkeye, though, because they were planning so much of the movie, making you think that they were going to kill Hawkeye. But he would have. I don't know. He would have earned it. Yeah, it would have been one, one of those things where you're kind of like. It would have worked better than Quicksilver's. Yeah. True. Um, even though it did give us that really nice creepy scene with Wanda when she ripped out Ultron's heart. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think my other favorite Ultron moment was when the Hulk jumped up into the Quinjet. And you don't even see them. No. You just hear Ultron go, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, the Hulkbuster fight was cool. That was a really... lot of people died during that scene. Well, yeah, Tony tried. <laughs> Tony, Tony did try. Um, I appreciated when he was like, how quickly can I buy that building? Yeah, yeah. that was a great line. Um, I, I did like the uh, the Archie's reference in that scene. Oh, the Veronica bit? The Veronica. Yeah. Um, it's nice seeing one comic company reference another comic book company. Good for them. Huh. Good for good for Marvel, and if a lot of people don't get that, then it's Betty and Veronica. Yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. I can see people being like, "What? What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. But uh, I, um, I had to explain it to a couple people. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, party scene was nice. Party scene was fun. I almost felt like they could have cut like something out of there. I don't know. I almost feel like, like Falcon what? wasn't necessary. No, I liked him. Yeah. He was there for just a split second of, you know, it oh, was... Filling oh. in the gap from why aren't they looking for Bucky? Well, yeah, it was uh, continuity. And he was, showed up at the end of the movie anyways. Yeah. So, you know, you remind people who the fuck he is, so when he shows up... But why didn't he show up at the battle? I think... Well, let's see. They brought in War Machine because they needed air support. <laughs> Falcon doesn't really come hooked up with guns. No, but he comes hooked up with air support. He could have at least been trying to get people on and off. I guess. Ultimately, considering the amount of characters that were already there, I'm not going to be totally disappointed that he didn't join the fight. (laughs) Um, Okay, why wasn't Coulson on the helicarrier? I feel like that could have been a huge moment. Well, because... Because the the TV show's not canon, can... Well, yeah, Whedon didn't want to confuse people who just saw the first movie yeah. and who just wanted to go see the second yeah, one. I know. So, I mean, that makes sense. I know. <laughs> but does it? Yeah. Does it make sense? Well, it doesn't make sense for him to be back in any... Anyway, so... No, no it doesn't. <laughs> Still. I think it would have been a great moment for fans of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, yeah, but... That wasn't what he was worried about. Besides, <laughs> Fury was on there. Yeah. <sighs> oh well. Um, speaking of Agents of Shield, I guess we can move on to it. Yeah, the finale was good. The finale was good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Coulson lost an arm. Coulson did lose an arm. 
Um, Which he has bad luck with body parts getting stabbed through him, getting them cut off. <laughs> I was slightly worried when he grabbed the stone, the crystal. Yeah. Like, oh shit, no. Well, yeah, but that's why he cut off his arm. Yeah. It was just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was nice to see uh, to see Mac hanging around after mm-hmm. he's like, I'm done. I'm done with you. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. As long as, <laughs> as, long as you're director, I'm not going to be a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Fuck y'all. F- fuck you. Uh, I, that's kind of my reaction I had. I was like, kind of, I was just kind of like, fuck you, Mac. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Mm. Um, Sky's mom's plan was stupid as shit. I don't, I don't get what she was thinking at all. Well, she was kind of Magneto. Yeah, <laughs> they basically kind of made her the Marvel Universe's Magneto to a certain degree. I guess because <laughs> she was horribly mistreated by a group of Germans. Yeah, um, harbored that anger to protect her own people, but say fuck y'all to the humans. Valid <laughs> yeah, point. She, yep. she kind of was. <laughs> Um, kind of sucks to see uh, Raina go. I actually started to like her this year. Nah. <laughs> I say kind of. <laughs> um, I like the idea of uh, Coulson's new team. Secret Warriors? Uh, the Secret Warriors. That'd be cool. That would be sweet. Yeah. Who was on there? Phobos. Dr. Druid. Yeah. Um... I can't remember anybody else. Yeah, those are the three I remember. Oh. Anyway, could be fun. Yeah, it could be a lot of fun. Especially if, like, then that team shows up in, like, in Infinity War, just mm-hmm. like they did in Secret Invasion. That'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Like, say if say if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. only lasts one more year, mm-hmm. which, I mean, the season finale this year had its lowest ratings ever. Really? Yeah. The finale so, the did? The finale did. That's surprising. Lowest rated episode of the series. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe because it was two episodes and there was other shit on. and Maybe. I don't know. Like, I know, like, American Idol had a finale of some sorts or some shit like that. Oh. Uh, well, maybe. I don't uh. know. Um, but, yeah, lowest rated episode of the series. Huh. So, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, but, say, it ends after season three, you know, it could be a nice... Lead into yeah, excuse me. Hmm. I don't know. That it, could be the time to bring Colson back into the movie. Yeah, so. once the TV shows over and well, that and shows up with his he could just, secret team. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be all right with that. Yeah, completely. It could work. Um, Ward's in charge of Hydra now. Yeah, that was that was sort of fitting. I like that he killed his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, that was nicely done. Yeah, on May's part. Mm-hmm. A little fucked up, but yeah, nicely done. <laughs> yeah, nicely done. Yeah, that fight between uh, uh, Bobby and those two, that was intense. It was brutal. But, uh, Great fight scenes this year. Yeah, really, they really stepped up their game this season. Mm. Uh, even storytelling-wise, I think this year did such a better job of setting up more of the Marvel Universe than what the first season did. Yeah. Because the first season was, you know, field trips. Yeah, yeah, it really was. <laughs> it was field trips until everything hit the fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, the only annoying thing was the uh, uh, the thing with Simmons at the end when she got swallowed by that rock thing. That was annoying. Well, yeah, because you just sort of like, fuck you. <laughs> so, let, let them have a happy ending. Well, that and it's just like it, cliffhanger for the sake of cliffhanger without any real context as of what just happened yeah. is annoying. You're just sort of like, okay, yeah, I we, don't know what that is. Yeah, is that a portal on. of some kind or what? I mean, yeah. it's just it was one True. of those things where you're kind of like <sighs> something involving Cree. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she gets powers. Maybe she becomes Captain yeah, Marvel. Maybe she's Captain Marvel. <laughs> That'd be shitty. Why would that be shitty? I don't know. <laughs> it's one of better actress. Oh. <laughs> I mean, she's not bad, but <laughs> she has this weird xenophobia that. Xenophobia. Um, it's a thing for your aliens. I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, Arrow ended last week too. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Did you like it? In comparison to the last season's finale? No. Well, this entire season wasn't as good as last season. I feel. Yeah. It was good, but not. Yeah, I not mean, not as epic as the end of season two. No shit. I mean, season two had that awesome fight in the tunnels with the, like Ollie had a fucking army of people behind him, and they were going up against the death strokes, and yeah. you're kind of like, that was nice and epic. Yeah, and this had nothing close to that yeah. really. Which I feel like it could have. Yeah, it could have. It could have had a whole army of fucking ninjas. Yeah, but instead they had the virus thing because they wanted to tie it back to Hong Kong. And you're, you're just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could have you could have done a lot there, guys. I mean, like especially like it was cool when uh, uh, Theo showed up as uh, Speedy, but and then killed the guy and made the virus escape. <laughs> so she absolutely did nothing but do more damage. Well, yeah, but she didn't even really have a cool uh, set piece to be introduced in. It was just, like, really that one thing. And then yeah. she was standing next to Diggle as he dealt with things. Yeah. It just, he, honestly, yeah, the whole thing didn't really seem that well thought out. Yeah. True. Um, um, I did like Barry showing up at the beginning. That was yeah. Funny. <laughs> uh, which, okay, I guess we should, probably should have talked about The Flash first. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, clearly it goes directly from one to the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what, do they just each have a spare day? I guess. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hey, hey, how about I show up on your show if you show up on my show? Alright. I mean, I, I, I like that they, you know, did set up in Flash. Ollie's like, hey, I'm gonna need your help with something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I thought I thought the episode of Flash was phenomenal. I thought they did a great job with it. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I think my favorite thing was uh, when they... How many pictures of your cat do you have on your phone? A lot. He's really cute. <laughs> um, but uh, when Barry was talking to uh, Captain Cold in the bar yeah. on the jukebox... the uh... <laughs> He was cold as ice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just like... It was, almost, it was almost a Batman and Robin level... Well, like... Oh well, yeah, but it, at the same time, for some reason, it works. Yeah, like I don't mind it as much. Maybe it's just <laughs> because there's so much like I, 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 there's a group of characters taking things seriously, yeah. and then there's this guy, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, I I'm good with that. <laughs> uh, but uh, hell, if you if you were talking about uh, epic battles. 
the ep- the battle at the end of the Flash was pretty fucking epic. No, it was really nice. Yeah, and so. Ollie actually was kind of the more useful out of everybody, right? <laughs> yeah, he brought you know arrows with nanites in it or something. Yeah. And they're like you can't do this anymore. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. Fuck you. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. Wait, Adam technology. Sorry, sorry. I'm Arrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm the vigilante. <laughs> I'm the hood. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you had a you had a wardrobe change. Did you hear that uh, uh, Stephen Amell said that uh, um, next season he won't be going by the name Arrow and he won't won't be putting on that costume? Yeah, he said he was done. He he's worn that costume for the final time. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot greener. A lot greener. It was already pretty green. <laughs> it's going to be a brighter green. It's going to be neon green. I don't know about neon green. But... <laughs> neon arrow. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, a guardian of raves everywhere. <laughs> okay. If he's done wearing that, then please, please explain to me in the uh, Legends of Tomorrow trailer when he's talking to that team. He's wearing He's it. He's wearing it. Well, apparently they didn't actually shoot a pilot for that. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, they just put together footage for the presentation. Okay. So we may not actually see any of what they actually... That's, that's weird. Well, they needed. They knew they were going to get picked up, yeah. so they didn't need to go through the trouble of putting together a pilot really quick. So they just put together a short clip. Huh. So. All yeah. right. That was a really good trailer, though. Uh, well, yeah, especially considering they didn't shoot anything besides what's in that trailer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, they know how to make trailers. <laughs> well, it's kind of, it can't be that hard. I mean, yeah, I you had not. them doing the scene at the, on the rooftop, and then you put together a bunch of action scenes. Yeah. And then considering what happened to Ray at the end of Arrow, showing him go go tiny at the end was uh-huh. really nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm really surprised they didn't shoot a pilot. Well, I mean, it's not even supposed to be out until mid-season, yeah. so that they have two se- well, two half seasons of Flash and Arrow to set it up in some uh, fashion. Huh. All right then. But um, so yeah, that I really enjoyed that trailer. Yes, yeah, so I, I was I, really excited by the end of it. I was just too. like, oh, that was cool. <laughs> they, I like how they're going to handle it because they said it was going to be like a thirteen-hour-long movie. Mm. It's not going to be episodic. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It sort of makes sense considering the event nature of it. Yeah, I mean, I they could sort of start trying to do that like on a yearly basis. For sure. Yeah. And you know, since it's going to be mid-season, presumably, mm-hmm. maybe it'll allow for uh, Barry and Ollie to be in it mm-hmm. more than what they could if it was just their. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, especially since you know there'll be other people to pick up the lead. Yeah. Thing. They don't have to be the center of it. They don't have mm. to be there every day. Oh, Barry can just show up in a flash of lightning and just run away. <laughs> yeah, like he did in, uh, like he did at the beginning of Arrow. <laughs> he did have some great lines in that short amount of time that he was there. Thanks, Felicity, for telling my secret identity to a supervillain. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. It's interesting to see Merlin become Ross Al Ghul at the end. Yeah. You know, one thing I, I have to say, how much I did like this season, uh, the common people just used Ra's Al Ghul while everybody in the league called him Raish. It was kind of funny. 
It was nice. I liked it. <laughs> it they used both common <laughs> terms for his name. Common pronunciations. Yeah, common pronunciations. <laughs> I liked it. I always call him Raish. I think he normally go Ross. Yeah. Just because it kind of looks like Ross, so. Well, I, I, I guess it's just because of Batman the Animated Series called him Raish. Mm-hmm. Um, Did he use Ross in uh, Batman Begins? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> both have been used in stuff, and I just like how Arrow used both mm. of them. Mm. Like, we're going to make everyone happy. <laughs> yeah, Flash was good. I, I like the, the... It was kind of dumb of Barry to trust in cold. <laughs> yeah, which, again, going back to the Legends of Tomorrow, I'm like, he just betrayed you on a mission. <laughs> now you're recruiting him for a team. Mm-hmm. Seems odd. Well, he's not doing it. Rip Hunter is. Yeah. Well, Rory doing his best Time Lord. <laughs> yeah. Rory getting to pretend he's the Doctor. <laughs> Should be cool. <laughs> yeah, and evidently in, uh, I think it's uh, it was a promo for the season finale of uh, The Flash, uh, you see a time sphere. Oh. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe they'll start setting it up earlier than expected. Yeah, they could have them popping up like and Flash's post credit thing. Yeah. Or post end title. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually kinda surprised that we then didn't get uh Canary back at the end of Yeah. You think you'd want that getting taken care of as yeah. soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. I think they could have just shown it. Unless the like, bodies it doesn't matter how much they decompose. Yeah, they could have just had a, a body wrapped up in a, a, a blanket and set into the Lazarus pit. And mm-hmm. then, you think, like, it's sort of the, the part of the wonky science of the Lazarus pit where you're kind of like, does that person need to have their brain? I mean, how does that get rebuilt in the same I mean, I guess that could be part of the point. A brain gets rebuilt, but it's not... Yeah, it's that not person. that person anymore. Even though Theo seemed to have... Because she wasn't really dead that long, was she? Well, she wasn't, but I also had to feel... She I wasn't, feel... Did she actually die, or was just on the verge of death? I feel like she... I think she was on the verge. But at the same time, like, she woke up and she was all batshit crazy. Yeah. You, I almost wish there was, like, more of a consequence to that. Well, I think we might, because uh, uh, the White Canary in the comic books is a bad guy. Oh. So... Showed up in New 52, uh, Birds of Prey. Huh. Could be just a need another name. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But I think that'd be neat if it kind of does mess with her a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Uh... I, I showed the trailer to my dad, and he was like, wow, why'd they have to go and bring her back? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Funny. <laughs> he didn't like it. He didn't like the trailer. Why? He, he Well, he hated the Adam this year. Oh, uh, why? I don't know. He's like, well, he's too gay. That's what he said. What? what? Yeah. I was like, what What do you mean? He slept with Felicity before Oliver ever did. Well, I, <laughs> right? I, I, don't, I don't think he meant, like, he was gay as in, like, like homosexual. He was just like, he's stupid. Mm. Odd. Yeah. My, well, that's my parents for you. Uh, oh, where, where are we at? Oh, only 35 minutes. Hmm. <laughs> Chance would have just now left. Huh. Whoops. Oh, oh. Oh, whoops. Anyway, um, 
Let's see. But good, well, he didn't watch uh, Arrow or Flash. Well, yeah, it, it looked like they were just starting Flash yeah. down there. Um, so I watched Mad Max today. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed it. I can see why critics are especially all over its balls. See, I, it's one of those ones. I got done watching it. And I was mm. just kind of like, that was good, but I don't get everything that's going on. And then the more I started thinking about it and talking about it, yeah. the more pumped up I've gotten about it. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it does such a, gr- a good job world building, but also leaving a shit ton of it to like your imagination yeah. like you're you you're thrown in the middle of god knows what yeah. and you're there's nobody telling you explicitly what's going on there's no exposition no there, there's a little bit at the beginning well yeah with the news stories yeah. that you barely can make out but that i mean if you had seen mad max and then the road warrior you know this already well yeah but at the same time you still it, it's not necessary at all yeah. for what's being yeah uh, shown to you. I mean, it's it, it almost would work well as a silent movie to a certain degree. Like, oh, yeah. it, it, almost no need for it. Like everybody is so well designed and thought out, and uh, stands out from one another that you could probably just make it a visual movie mm-hmm. and still understand what the hell is happening. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it, it's a very intelligently put together action movie mm-hmm. um great great stones great set pieces um really like the score um most of those were done practically too the they built all the vehicles and everything. well yeah, yeah yeah that's part of the point you know, the, you know barely any cg on this thing yeah. it's part of the arena cost so fucking much yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> i was surprised it didn't cost more what was it 150 yeah i think the lone ranger was like 200 <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen that so I can't tell you where the money's at in that movie um, Johnny Depp's uh, paycheck <laughs> definitely wasn't in the script <laughs> um, so yeah um, Tom Hardy con- continues to make weird voice choices for his characters <laughs> well <laughs> Because, like, I I heard him talk, and immediately my brain was like, that's a mix of Bane and that guy from, what was it, Lawless? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My my buddy was like, so how was Tom Hardy? And I was like, well, he sounds like Tom Hardy. And you're kind of like, well... (laughs) Like, when I I picture Tom Hardy, like, I picture Inception. That's, I'm assuming, is his regular voice. Yeah. Not this... Wait, what was his voice like in Inception? It's been a while. British. Understandable. Australian. It sounded sure. British to me. Yeah. Are you sure? I don't know. I might be wrong. I think you might be wrong about that one. Um, but yeah, you know, he sounded like a regular British guy. Yeah, well. A little posh. Well, um, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't go with the Australian accent. Like, just, just do an Australian accent because that's what the character is. Mm. The character is Australian. Just go with that. No, you gotta, you gotta talk like this. My, my name is Max. Well, I feel like it was that with a little hint of Australian in it. Like, you could hear the Australian at times. I couldn't hear anything. I, I couldn't hear any accent in there. But I, I just, or to, is, to be know. fair, good thing he doesn't talk a lot. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it definitely feels more like Charlie's Theron's movie than his, to his yeah. degree. Yeah, <laughs> which is pissing off a lot of misogynists, apparently. 
Oh yeah, they well, yeah, they're bitching about the 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 movie like being feminist propaganda. Yeah, and you're kind of like, oh shut the fuck, up. right? Well, just kind of like how in Age of Ultron, the feminists were complaining about Black Widow. People, she's yeah. not a monster because she can't have kids. I just want to get that out there. She yeah. called herself a monster because of the things that she did while being a fucking super spy and assassin. I mean, I guess in retrospect, it could be labeled as you know poorly structured dialogue, but it's not like I thought that when he when she said it. I don't think anyone thought that besides people that hadn't seen the movie. One person saw the movie, and then oh, is it like a bandwagon bullshit I think thing? So, yeah. God, people are dumb. Yeah, I think it is because that's how. Like, a lot of the people, like, I read a shit ton of the people on Twitter, and they're like, I haven't seen the movie, and I'm not going to, because women aren't monsters because they can't have kids. So it's almost like one person wrote something, and then everyone just hopped on. Go see the movie, because clearly that's not what he was going for. And if you know Joss Whedon, you know that's not what he's going for. Yeah. It's just, it's so, it stinks of ignorance. Yeah. Because his Joss Whedon's entire career has been empowering women. Yeah, or, or, or trying to make fully fleshed out female characters for you know women to look up to. Like he, that's almost the entire body of his work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then uh, people were like, "Oh, you had to cut her roll down." Well, she was pregnant, assholes. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Stupid people. Yeah, and now they're doing it. The exact opposite group of people is doing it for Mad Max. It is kind of funny because you you can see that one scene where they're uh, what was it? One of the uh, the brides yelled at somebody, you know, "Who destroyed the world?" And yeah. you're kind of like, "That's that's that's a, that's pointed, funny, pointed." Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I have a feeling there will be a lot more of these arguments now that Hillary's running for president. There's oh. going to be a lot of this coming out. Which is kind of going to be annoying. Uh, but couldn't you see that happening? Yeah. There's going to be a lot of this. You know, we went from race bathing shit to now we're going to be putting a feminist or misogynistic spin on everything. Sorry. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the world we live in. <laughs> um. Trying to think. See what was about? I really like the score. Yeah. There's one piece in particular that I really liked. Where, well, for one thing, the truck with the drums on it with the guitar guy, with the flamethrower, incredible flamethrower guitar guy. Yeah. You're just like, well, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like people have been asking me what I thought of the movie. I was like, well, for starters, it's fucking nuts, <laughs> but it's also amazing. Well, it's just it's one of those interesting like uh, world building things, like the, uh, the 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 religious aspect of what's happening, like. When the, uh, the 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 war boys are screaming about, you know, uh, uh, um, remember me or memorize this or something like yeah. that, and, and you know they spray paint their mouths to be chrome before yeah. their their final trip into Valhalla. And actually, that was one thing I thought about after I saw the movie and I was driving back. I was like, you know, the Fury Road things. Like, considering the 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 Norse influence already, that is probably actually another Norse aspect. Oh really? You know. Uh, um, you know the Furies of North mythology, oh, yeah, which are also—I think they're all primarily. Or maybe I'm thinking of the Valkyries. Oh, yeah, I think you might be thinking of the Valkyries. So they're all female. Damn. 
Never mind. Yeah. You might still be on to something there. Yeah. But we just don't know enough. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure I was thinking about the Valkyries when I think about it. I was just... Uh, the Furies are the... Uh, the three goddesses of fate. Yeah. You had the young one, the motherly one, and then the old crone. Your cat loves you. He's just needy. <laughs> Aren't you, you dick? Right. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah. Um, where was I? Music truck was crazy. And the vehicle design in particular was pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, I, like the porcupine cards at the beginning were kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it, it'll be kind of sad if they don't win some sort of like best makeup or something at the Oscars this year. Well, maybe it depends what else comes out. Yeah, excuse me. No, it'll probably go to some like Victorian movie or <laughs> something along those lines because mm. they don't they don't respect the genre. Hmm. Let's see. What was it? Oh, the soundtrack. It's by uh, uh, Junkie XL, who helped Tom Zimmer out on uh, um, Man of Steel. Yeah, nice. And he's going to be working on um, Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. He's in the Batman portion of the movie. Because Zimmer was kind of like, well... I've done Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep on doing Superman, but fuck, guys. <laughs> I already did my Batman thing. <laughs> now I have to do another one? Hmm. Yeah, there was this one bit in the score that I really liked where it started off like with the cacophony of the drums yeah. and all that tribal stuff, and then some strings started up in the back. I think it was when uh, they were going through the canyon with the dirt bikes and stuff. Yeah. Like strings start popping up, uh, add to the tension of it, and then like a horn, the, uh, some horns start playing. And it just like it, the, the moment it just felt so epic and amplified all of that instant you're just like yes this is good soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> especially after watching uh, you know, Avengers Age of Ultron and being sort of disappointed with that yeah, yeah especially yeah. considering that was Danny Elfman too well like for the most part it was Brian uh, Tyler who oh, did okay. Iron Man 3 and Thor okay gotcha um they brought him on to do Avengers, and but I guess yeah, near the end of it, they brought on Danny Elfman to help like fix some of the uh, the theme portions of it to help gotcha. incorporate uh, Sylvester's the theme from the first Avengers movie in with what the new guy was doing. Gotcha. So that's what Elfman was primarily doing. Okay. Um, you can actually, if you look at the, uh, the album on Spotify, you can they're they're labeled with who did what. Okay. Gotcha. And Elfman definitely did the better portions. Got you. <laughs> so maybe they should just get Elfman to do the next one. <laughs> maybe. Um, but yeah. Uh, see, part of it was just like the Avengers soundtrack is such a weird thing to me because it seems as if it should manage to incorporate all the themes from like the various disparate characters. Yeah. So, like. If I were doing it, I'd, I don't know, I'd almost try to identify an instrument for each character. Like Thor would be, you know, drums and stuff. Yeah. And the Cap could be a trumpet or something. Like uh, some sort of amalgamation of, of all of that. So would Iron Man create... would be guitars. Well, maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah, because of the rock and roll aspect to them. But, yeah, I, I, I just feel as if there should be, like, some sort of amalgamation of that would yeah. make the Avengers theme. Like, once all of those sounds came together you got the Avengers theme. I think, I don't know. That would have been a nice artistic touch 
But Marvel has never really... Been artistic? Well, given that much of a shit about movie soundtracks compared to... I mean, if there's one thing DC has done well is their movie soundtracks are normally pretty superior to what Marvel puts out. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. You know, I wish they would do a, uh, like... I would like to get it from the library or something. I don't know if I would purchase it, but I would like like an art of Mad Max. You know, just yeah. looking through all the character designs and, and the world. Like you said, there was incredible world building in there. I would like to just be able to look at that. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I could see them doing that in the future. Yeah. It, it made all right money. It made 40-something. Yeah. And then Pitch Perfect made 70. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys end up saying yeah, that? We didn't. We didn't. <laughs> well, like I said, uh, I had a, an emergency and I had to buy tires. Uh, yeah. Oh well. I'll bounce back. I need to pay some bills, but I need. I'll bounce back. <laughs> um. I think yeah, Matt and Andrew saw it Friday. And Matt love it. Yeah, he thought it was better than the first one. <laughs> and he, he said it, anyway. It's not a movie you go out and see it in the theaters, really, but. <laughs> Other than that, Maybe though, I it's enjoyable. Convince Marissa not to go see it in theaters. <laughs> um, you watch Big Hero Six too, and you know, it was sort of the same thing where you're kind of like, "Yeah, it was, it was a movie." Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. <laughs> yes, it was. And it was all right. It was all right. Chance hated it. I can't, I can't, I can't really fault anybody who likes it, but I'm not a person who uh, loves it. it. Chance hated Big Hero 6. <laughs> Which was funny. <laughs> I, I don't hate it. Yeah. I, I have no desire to watch it again. <laughs> but I didn't hate it. I, I would watch a sequel. Yeah, I'd probably watch a sequel. No reason not to, really. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would be better. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they do something interesting with it. With Stan. Stan the man. Yeah. If he's alive. Yeah. They better record that. Maybe they should should just do the do the dialogue now. Just write it. Write something for him now. Yeah, have like uh, ten years of Stan Lee cameos built up. (laughs) (laughs) So we have this one where we have him dress up as Hugh Hefner again. So let's just sneak him in the back here. <laughs> yeah, just uh, put him here. <laughs> By the time they get to like another Guardians of the Galaxy, Maybe that's hologram. all. Well, that was the only one they'd have left. It's the Hugh Hefner Hugh one. Hefner. So they're like, um, just stick him in the back of the ship. <laughs> See if anybody notices. <laughs> yeah, no, they could do a hologram. Holo- like, just make a hologram, Hugh Hefner. <laughs> hey, true believers. <laughs> I'm your ship's mainframe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where would you like to go? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Excelsior. I, I would. I would be all right with that. Oh. I, I still think a better uh, cameo for him in Age of Ultron would have been him picking up Thor's hammer. I don't know. I like that aspect. one though. Yeah, I did too. Because but... he because he fits well better in the scene because of the whole. World War Two veteran thing. Uh, speaking of World War Two veteran, did you see the uh, they released uh, an alternate opening to the Winter Soldier in animatics, like the animated storyboards? No, it, it would would have opened up in World War Two, and it would have been Cap and the Howling Commandos in a battle, mm-hmm. and then uh, there would have been a uh, some dialogue exchanged at the end of it, and then Cap would have woke up. There was going to be a uh, a newspaper sitting on his 
coffee table, uh, mentioning that dumb gu- uh, dumb dumb passed. Uh yeah. Huh. That would have been nice. Yeah. I think that could have worked. I think like if they too. went from that to his jogging scene. Yeah. That probably would have worked pretty well. Yeah. Huh. And it, you would have understood the mindset that Cap was in at the time. A little bit. Like, you can see how it's not necessary. Yeah. Like, I mean, clearly it works perfectly fine on its own. Yeah. And I think it was already two hours and a half anyways. Yeah. So I could see them cutting it out. Yeah, I, I get it. They didn't even shoot it. No, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah it was the animatics. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a nice exchange between him, Bucky, Dugan. and mm. Dugan. So you got some of that Bucky calf, but also calf and Dugan. Yeah, it probably would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll save it. Maybe they'll do it again sometime. <laughs> yeah, because I think it would have been a nice scene. I think it could it could work for any Captain America movie. Yeah, yeah. It probably took it out because they did such a good job with like with the stuff in the Smithsonian, sort of catching people up. Yeah. Then you already had that scene with Peggy, which is probably more important. So yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Would have been interesting. Could have borderline been retreading ground. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's just kind of like the scene in the first Avengers where he's going through his the record books and everyone seeing all of the Howling Commandos that have passed and everything. Mm-hmm. And that was cut. And I think that would have worked fine in the movie too. I don't know. Yeah, I remember watching the deleted scenes, and I remember liking it, but also understand why it wasn't there anyways. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> see, I, I get why it's not there, but it doesn't mean I wouldn't <laughs> want it there, because it's just, it's more character development. It's more, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I almost feel like they could just do a couple one-shots. And, well, maybe. They wanted to pay Chris Evans more money. Yeah, well, they're not doing one-shots anymore either, so. <laughs> Which seems odd, considering two spinoffs have come from... Two TV shows have come from the one-shots. Seems weird that they would stop that program. Maybe they're waiting until they have a good idea. Instead of just forcing something out. Yeah. I don't know. They've all mm. been fun. I would I would like to have them again. Well, the only one they've missed so far is... Cap and Guardians. Cap didn't have one either? Uh, okay. The last one that had one was... Uh, the Mandarin? Thor. Yeah. The Mandarin one, yeah, okay. Hmm. Which that was nice. It would be nice to see that come something come from that, but maybe someday. Yeah, maybe it'll be in Civil War. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it'd be nice to have a uh, Trevor. Everybody's uh, in Civil War. Trevor <laughs> Web series. Just do his uh, TV show. <laughs> would you not watch that if they did like a five episode web series, like ten minutes a piece of his maybe. cop show? Yeah. I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have to talk about? You know, I, I was worried that we were going to have to, like, shoot, like, a bunch of, that, like, record, like, three episodes. Mm-hmm. But it's so much easier when there's only two of us. Well, yeah. That's what happens when you don't when you don't have two other people. Chiming in and... Well, yeah. And Gabe causing arguments. And... <laughs> Gabe causing arguments. Oh! It's weird. Hmm? It's kind of weird. Hmm. Went to Fat Dance for lunch. Nice. Yeah. Grilled cheese is pretty good. 
I've had the grilled cheese. Lots of cheese. <laughs> the, the, the grilled cheese at Books and Brews was really good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. So, uh, well, I guess we could do a... Oh, you're at Secret Wars. You're caught up on oh, that. Oh, yeah, I am caught up on Secret War. I forgot. caught up on comics I'm, to a certain degree. I'm caught up on my Marvel comics, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I love that fucking second issue. Yeah, uh, the first issue was awesome. Everyone fucking died. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, like, I think the first person who died was, what, Rocket? He wasn't the first one. He wasn't the first one? No. I felt like he was. But, uh, yeah, that was nice and horrible. Yeah, nice and horrible. Um... How did how did Scott become the Phoenix again? I don't. Well, he had a Phoenix egg or something. Yeah, where did he get that? I maybe it's an Uncanny X Men six hundred, maybe or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess there's still books coming out that take place before that. But it was it was kind of funny to see like the escalation between the two worlds, like of power. You know, Fury sends his helicarriers and shit. That clearly didn't work. And then Reed sends his future ships. And Scott shows up with uh, <laughs> the Phoenix Force. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. One thing I really liked about the second issue was that, like, the first one is all about, like, watching the heroes get away. Yeah. In their, the end of the universe. Yeah, in their circular wrath thing. So when it pops up in the second issue, you think they're inside. No. And then it opens up, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like that, the, the, the old Thor, when he was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. And that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love the idea of like Thor cops. <laughs> yeah, that was the the, the Thor core. <laughs> Thor core. Yeah, uh, that's one of the main series in the uh, well, one of the other mini series. Yeah, Jason Aaron. He's not Thor's uh, um, on hold right now until yeah. Secret Wars over. So instead, he's doing you know, Thor core <laughs> yeah. with Jane Foster as Thor. Yeah, which I was a little disappointed with. Yeah, yeah, I would have. I don't. I haven't read Thor in a while. I would have rather it have been uh, Rosalind, the the Shield agent. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's an extra sense of tragedy behind it because because Jane has cancer and is dying. And... Yeah, and apparently the, her turning into Thor exasperates the disease. Gotcha. Which kind of just why don't you just stay as Thor? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you're gonna die, why don't you just? weird (laughs) not that logical no that's another reason I'm not a big fan of it but well surely Jason Aaron has a plan maybe I I would assume he had one if not why is he doing it (laughs) um but yeah and just like the whole thing just feels very game 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 ah, game of throny yeah like with the whole various uh, factions trying to appeal to God Doom, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I like how or I mean, Doom we, God, however they we, we were able to see the setup of that in New Avengers, you mm-hmm. know, with him fucking with the Beyonders and stuff. So, even though we don't exactly know what the fuck happened, yeah, but it's, yeah, uh, somehow he has the ability to, you know, combine worlds and yeah. have, you know made this false one made up of multiple realities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Got six more issues. Hopefully they're all, like, it feels like they're double-sized. Yeah, there's, there's, some, a there's nice, some thickness to them. Yeah, nice chunkiness. Nice paper stock, too. Mm. Those covers are nice. Well, the first one was. The second one was pretty regular. Oh, was it? Yeah. The first one was the only one with the nice, shiny. Yeah. 
thick paper stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I didn't pay attention with issue two. I was just too busy like reading. <laughs> um, I'm going to get a shit ton of tie-ins, but I don't know how many of those you're getting. I'm not planning on getting Thor's or... I'd have to look it up. You're not getting Thor's? No, just because I haven't been reading Aaron's Thor. You can probably read it by itself. Yeah, Especially if it was just I about might. the Thor core. You know what? I might. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't make it on my order list for July, but I might pick it up. I forget all that I'm getting. I'm getting that Western one by okay, Jerry Dugan. I'm getting that. Thor's um, Infinity Gauntlet by Dustin Weaver. Yeah. Old Man Logan. Getting Old Man Logan. I'm getting Planet Hulk. And so am I. That looked neat. Uh, Guardians of Nowhere. Getting that. Getting uh, the Infinity Gauntlet, just because it seems like it's Nova's book. Hmm. The Novas are on the cover of it. Yeah, it's a new Nova of some kind. Oh, really? Yeah. New character. We have a Nova. <laughs> uh, Runaway sounded neat. Where it was like a, a basically a class of super-powered children hmm. graduating or something. It, gotcha. I don't know. Not the standard... Runaways. No. <laughs> um, I don't really think I'm getting a lot of the X-Men stuff because it's based... I don't think I'm getting any of the X-Men stuff. There's a lot of Age of Apocalypse, X-Men 92, which is digital only. And, like, uh, Extinction Agenda yeah. or something. It was just, like, it's all, like, based on events that I've never read nor yeah. cared about. Are they doing a House of M1? They are doing a House of M1. That must not be out yet, or, or up for order yet. Yeah. I don't remember getting that one. Or maybe, what is it? Monarch of M. Yeah. Isn't that what yeah. it's called now? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I might get that. Hmm. That could be interesting. But yeah, so far it's a cool event. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to... I like how the entire second issue is just world building. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't help, like, the whole shield thing. That, that helped with the Game of Thrones comparison, yeah, too. Where you're it's gonna, a wall. Yeah, you're just like, huh, you got a wall. <laughs> I mean, you got zombies on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, that's I it, that's a, Marvel Zombies. Oh, that time? Yeah. I, I'm picking up the, the shield one that uh, uh, Kieran Gellin is doing, where he's writing about the crew that guards the, um, the wall. Oh, okay, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. I guess I should pick that one up, too. <laughs> Have an oath. Yeah, from the sounds of it, it sounds like he's taking like a bunch of cast members from his old books and sticking them there. Like, uh, did you read Journey in the Mystery? Yeah. So, uh, what's her face? Leia. Okay. She's gonna be there. Uh, Miss America Chavez from uh, Young Avengers. <laughs> uh, uh, some of the crew from Sword when uh, Karen Gillan wrote that. Oh wow. <laughs> so it's like a greatest hits of Karen Gillan work. <laughs> Is Vader going to be there? <laughs> that would be hilarious if somehow they incorporated the Marvel Star Wars books. <laughs> Some people just have lightsabers. Nobody like comments on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, no, no reason why. They're just there. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yep. Or they just did like a, a, a what if uh, tie-in. What if Star Wars was... <laughs> Yeah, what if Star Wars was part of Secret War? <laughs> One shot of the Death destroying the planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny, yeah. <laughs> it's just one page. Uh, That'd be funny. Mm, I, would, yeah. I would laugh pretty hard. Those books have been good. Yeah, yeah. The Lay One, Lay One's probably definitely my favorite. It, it reads, I don't know, the weirdest... Gotcha. Also, I think in this day and age, I don't really think Terry Dotson's that great of an artist. Gotcha. 
You say you said it was your favorite, least favorite. Oh, you didn't say that. You said I think you left out least. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah, it's yeah, definitely not my favorite. I've only read up to issue three of Vader because the reprint of four hadn't come out yet. Okay, it comes out this week. Mm. You think it would come out the same week as five? And how did Vader get ahead of Star Wars? They double shipped it like the first month. Oh, did they? Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. Because Star Wars Five comes out this week, right? Yeah. I'd be kind of glad when uh, uh, Cassidy leaves Star Wars book. Yeah, because he makes people look fat. Yeah, he he, he just doesn't look as good as when you know he used to. Yeah. Like you compare what he's putting out now to Planetary, and you're just sort of like, hmm. Man, there was that one shot I showed you yesterday. Where of Chubby Han Solo. Chubby Han Solo. But yeah, Stuart Eminent's taking over the book, though. Oh, really? Yeah. That would be awesome. I think they're doing... After the first six issues with Cassidy, it's uh, Simona Bianchi uh, is doing a one-shot with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, in the title? Like, it'll be... Yeah, in okay. issue seven of Star Wars. Okay, gotcha. And then uh, Stuart Eminent takes over on eight. I would like to see him stick around for a while on yeah, that because no he's fucking great. Yeah, um, I like how it, I like how it crosses over with Vader. Like Vader's in, well, when he shows up at Jabba's, mm-hmm. it's not the first time he was there. Yeah, and I liked that. I liked that <laughs> connectivity. <laughs> oh. uh, Gillen does a really good Vader. Like uh, when I read it. I can hear the voice well. Yeah, there's never for been sure. an instance of that sounds wonky. Same with uh, Aaron over in Star Wars; it, it still sounds. All the characters sound like them. Yeah. Does it? Does uh? Does I guess it... that's part of the reason I don't really like uh, Princess Leia as much as the other ones. Because it doesn't. It doesn't sound as right as. Gotcha. Yeah. Is, is Leia an ongoing or just miniseries? Miniseries. Gotcha. It's being replaced with Lando. Okay. I have that on order. Yeah, uh, uh, that would be I... awesome because Alex Maleev yeah. doing Star Wars art. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to get Kanan's book, just because I, I I enjoy Rebels mm-hmm. and I would like to know more about him. Who I, yeah. I mean, they haven't really touched on his past, and it takes place during the Clone uh, Wars. Well, right in the Clone Wars, end of the Clone Wars, and after uh, Order sixty six. Yeah, that's where it starts. <laughs> mm. So it'd be nice to see that. 19 year uh, thing yeah. mm. um, I, I am curious how the book's gonna jump between movies what do you mean like once this book because clearly I mean it takes place shortly after the battle of Yavin yeah what's it gonna do when it gets to the battle of Hoth skid yeah. I mean it just seems I don't know. That's going to be one of those weird things, because Shadow of the Empire does such a good job of being the bridge between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It's like one of the big hallmarks of the Star Wars expanded universe, that wow. to, to ignore that one would almost be slightly sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's just, you know... It, it, not only that, but it was like it had a you know, big media presence, you know, because of the video game and stuff. Yeah. Like there, it's part of Star Wars pop culture to a certain degree enough that that one would be weird. <laughs> like if you're like accepting, you know, Clone Wars, the cartoon and stuff in there, yeah. I I would put that as like at the same level oh, of wow. importance. Wow. Huh. 
Huh. I never, I never, never did it. Never read it? Uh. Good book. I'll try mm, and, I, yeah. I might try and track it down. Yeah. Probably find it at the library. Yeah. <laughs> uh, huh. All right, then. Uh, yeah. I know, I was actually, I was looking at, uh, uh, I forget what new Star Wars book it was, but I was looking at it, and they have a new timeline in the front. Oh, they do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know how the previous timeline, it had all the books, like, yeah. in it, and you could just look there and see, like, a hundred different fucking books. Uh in order from before the Battle of Yavin and after the Battle of Yavin. Uh, and you're just like, eh, eh? Now it's one page. <laughs> <laughs> it is one page. But it actually has uh, has the six movies. Mm-hmm. It has the handful of books that have come out since they've uh, redone everything. And it's like Tarkin, Death Star, and like a couple others. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Clone Wars and Rebels are in, on that new timeline. And then so is the Marvel comics, which I thought was nice. So they're including them on the timeline. Well, yeah. yeah. I just thought it was nice to see the the cross. Well, you'd hope they put the effort in, considering how much effort they are putting into like September fourth. Is here's a shit ton of continuity. Yeah, right. <laughs> that that is a be shit hell. ton of action figures. Is that when the action figures are coming out too? Yeah, that's pretty much when all the merchandise for. Why so early for action figures? That seems like it. Well, it seems really ahead. I don't know. Some parents like the Christmas shop pretty early. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah. And, I'm I'm, wor- I'm worried about action figures in the movie. Oh, and spoiling yeah. stuff. They'll go down a toy aisle. Yeah, that's extremely hard for me, David. <laughs> that's like the one thing I do when I go places. I don't. I do. <laughs> I like looking at action figures. <laughs> I like toys. Hmm. Uh, yeah, did you hear the latest rumor that Daniel Craig's in the movie? I heard it. I didn't click on anything. I, I, didn't, I just saw the headline. I was like, what? Well, no? Yeah, I no? saw the headline and it no? was like... Stop I, telling me this stuff. Yeah, I don't care enough to... I, I mean, I care, but yeah. I'll just wait. <laughs> uh, if he's in it, cool. If he's not, cool. I'll yeah. fucking live. <laughs> yeah. uh, I accidentally, I, I heard, uh, accidentally read something where one of the characters might turn out to be another character, and I'm like, damn it. Oh, okay. Some Boba Fett rumors. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, evidently, Battlefront has some new game modes they they showed, but I didn't watch those. Mm, okay. Yeah. It's still no fucking story mode that bugs me. Yeah, it'd be kind of nice to have more of it, like a single player campaign thing. Yeah, that's what it. I like to do. Mm-hmm. I I like playing single player. Mm. Oh well. Star well. Wars is good. <laughs> I, I, it's weird being <laughs> so excited for Star Wars again. That should be the title. Star Wars is good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's just weird. I, f- I feel... It kind of makes me happy being this excited for Star Wars again. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. It's a nice feeling. Star Wars is good. Yeah. Star Wars is good. Star Wars is good, George. Star Wars is good. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. It, it, it fills me with this, like... I can't help but smile while thinking of Star Wars again. It's mm. nice. Yeah. September 4th is going to suck because I'm probably going to end up spending more money than I need to. Are you actually going to buy action figures? No, I'm not going to buy action figures. Okay. Maybe. I might get like a Luke Skywalker. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have the entire first wave of uh, episode three figures. It's still unopened. Mine are open. <laughs> I uh, think I had a, I think I had a good chunk, but I don't think I got all of them. Gotcha. I had the first wave, like the first like fifteen. Mm. Uh, but no, I might only get I might get a little Luke Skywalker. Whatever he ends up looking like. Yeah. See, that's the one thing. Like, if we still haven't seen a picture of old Luke Skywalker, yeah, I wouldn't want to see it in an action figure. Fair enough. I'd wait. Just don't go down to the toy aisle, David. Yeah. They always have like the first day of issue figures for Star Wars. I'm a, I'm a collector, goddammit. Who cares? I do. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe they'll maybe maybe they'll be smart enough to be like, well, the toys are coming out. Let's just do like a bigger trailer. Yeah, showing toys of. Actually, that would make sense to have another trailer come out about September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, it's just waiting. Yeah, <laughs> waiting and waiting and waiting. <laughs> you know, if it was like every other Star Wars movie, it would have came out this month. It'd be out, what, next week? Or yeah. Week? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're going to be after this one. Well. <laughs> they're going back to May. Why is this one movie in December? Because they wanted it out as soon as possible. <laughs> I guess. Disney was like, we gotta start making the money back, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we got $4 billion. At least the $4 billion we play, paid for Marvel's earned itself back in three movies. Yeah. <laughs> with just three movies. Hmm. Did you see that uh, Age of Ultron moved up to number eight in the all-time highest-grossing films? Not surprised. Yeah. What was it? Fast? Furious? Fast, yeah, Fast 7. Yeah, Furious 7 or whatever the fuck. Yeah. That was number four, I think? Is it up to four? I think so. And, like, worldwide? No, I, I just looked at it on Friday. I mean, it's possible it changed since Friday. But it was at number, like, seven or eight. I just looked at this. I'm kind of... I don't know. Uh, that movie's making crazy money. Area 7. Worldwide gross. God damn it. Worldwide box office. Oops. I looked at it without inflation. Worldwide 1,488,800,000. Mm. You know what's weird? What's up? Uh, it's now bigger than Frozen. <laughs> oh, wow. So it is up there. Yep. As of April 27th, it was the fifth highest grossing movie. Oh, wow. Yep. Shit. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> people really like that movie, David. Apparently. I don't know why either. <laughs> what's... Wow. Uh, with adjusted ticket prices gone with the wind, it's still... Well, yeah. And then that is always going to be the fucking qualifier. Yeah. Well, actually, this is still kind of... Uh, uh, adjusted ticket prices, Avatar is still uh, high, pretty high up there. There we go. All-time worldwide, number four. Wow. Yep. That's insane. All right, then. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, the only thing above it is the Avengers. Titanic and Avatar. Yeah. Let's see, how close is it to the Avengers? It's got to make another, you know, $30 million. Oh, jeez. 
fuck. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> that is sad. It beat Harry Potter. I know. <laughs> Shit, that is sad. Uh, well, at least Age of Ultron's tracking better than what it was, so. <laughs> well, yeah. are we done? Yeah, we got, we got like four minutes. Well, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Okay. We're good. Well, um... Bye, next, everybody. Next week we can talk about the Flash finale. Mm-hmm. Maybe have a couple more people with us. <laughs> There's more beer to drink in my fridge. There is more beer to drink. I actually still have to post uh, Beer Corner. <laughs> I have it. It's edited and ready to go. I just... I've been busy. Um... Yeah, uh, Gabe will be in Washington at the end of the month for Awesome, awesome Con. Con DC. He's hosting a couple panels there. So if you're in the Washington area and want to meet Gabriel Gabe, Cano. Gabe Canada of Kind of Epic Show. So hey, what up? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why, but go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna hit the space bar. Okay. All right. Oh, actually, uh, can can we talk about real fast? I think the Black Vortex was a waste of twelve issues. <laughs> it definitely seemed very padded out and kind of inconsequential, and especially yeah. now, considering the re- universe is gonna re- reboot. But yeah, that was all. That was all pretty unnecessary. Yeah, um, I'm actually looking at something here. Uh, the monolith in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. What if that was Venom? That's not gonna be Venom. I know. This, this website's terrible. Movie pilot? There's <laughs> at the button, David. Yeah. An ancient Kree weapon? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, it's Kree something. I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Speculation. Okay, now you're just telling me to shut up and hit the space bar. <laughs> so I'm gonna do so. <laughs> Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. All right, peace out, everyone. Keep listening.